This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. This is Jake, your host, and today's episode, we are at Cloudland Canyon State Park. It's a little tricky to say, but what an amazing, absolutely amazing state park this is. For a lot of us, this is kind of outside our normal scope of of traveling around in the North Georgia region because it is kind of far away. Um, But if you are looking for a place that is absolutely gorgeous, has a ton of stuff to do for the family, regardless of what your interests are, whether it's mountain biking, frisbee golf, hiking, camping, fishing, I mean, you name it, any like tons of other outdoor sports that are super close by that are entirely unique. Uh, You talk about a great place for a, a week getaway, a long weekend, but seriously, if you just look up online and, and Google or whatever your search browser is, Cloudland Canyon State Park, like you'll see a couple pictures and you'll be like, okay, that's all I need to see. I'm going. It is absolutely amazing. And it is a really unique state park. So if you feel like you've been to one or two or three and you've kind of seen them all, you know what they have. I'm telling you, this is a unique park. It has a ton of stuff that many other state parks uh, don't have, uh, not not good or bad, it's just different. And for those of us who like to try new things, like to get out, have new experiences, see more of our, our community, our, our North Georgia region, this is a must-visit location. You guys know how to find us online, Facebook, Instagram, North Georgia Life Podcast. You can email us at northgeorgialifepodcast at gmail.com. And again, just want to say thank you for all of you who are sharing this with your friends and neighbors and coworkers. What a great way to start discovering new things in our region that are unique to North Georgia and many businesses that are locally owned, locally operated, uh, literally our friends, family, neighbors, uh, coworkers that are running these. So with that, we'll get started at Cloudland Canyon State Park. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It's Jake, your host, and today's episode is a location that I, once I saw it on the map, probably about three, four, five months ago, I was like, we have got to get there in the coming year. We are at Cloudland Canyon State Park, which is in the far kind of northwest side of uh, North Georgia. It is absolutely beautiful. It is worth a drive, even if you're not located right around here. It's a little town called Rising Fawn. We're kind of just south of Chattanooga, very, very kind of far up in the northwest corridor uh, of the state, but absolutely beautiful. There's mountains everywhere. We've just been admiring a lot of the the uh, the homes and the barn farmhouses and some of the the older homes and then some of the ones that frankly looked like they got dropped out of a movie set somewhere you know it's it's pretty spectacular some of the uh, homes around here but this park is almost 3500 acres and has a lot of things that are uh, unique to say quote normal state parks offer so we're here today with Brad Gibson who's the park manager Brad's going to share with us a little bit of his story and a little bit about the park this is a destination that you should come at least once to to experience all that there is around here. Uh, so, Brad, thanks for your time. I know you're busy, and it's a Friday afternoon, so we're not going to stay too long. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, it's, it's a very busy Friday afternoon. Uh, our park is 
full as it usually is come mm-hmm. the weekend time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of our 106 camp spots, probably 99% of them were full tonight. Wow. Tomorrow night will be 100% full with all of our cottages, campsites, yurts, everything we have. This park will be rolling. Wow. Um, we're doing everything we can to obviously keep social distance is, yeah. is on our forefront. Uh, Which at, state park is like the best place for social distancing. Of course. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> you, you go to state parks to be away from other people. <laughs> it's exactly the point. And that's why we've been encouraging people to still come to the parks. Yeah. Um, we do some small things like, you know, your reservations. We just try and, you know, take them over the phone and kind of get you checked in and sure. to your site without having to see people. Sure. But um, we're here. Rangers are still, you know, patrolling, coming around, answering questions, uh, doing all the normal ranger things that yeah. we get to do. So. Yeah. You were sharing with me before. You've been here about three years. Share with us a little bit of your backstory. Are you are you from this area? So I'm from Miami, Florida. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I met my wife about five years ago. Okay. Um, I'm originally, I'm a, I've been a recreator most of my life. Okay. Um, played sports all growing up, played some baseball in college, a little bit of semi-pro. And I really enjoyed um, just recreation in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got into lifeguarding because, you know, everybody in South Florida wants to be a lifeguard. There I mean, you go. <laughs> we watched Baywatch way too many times. So I started uh, lifeguarding, started teaching swimming lessons. I was with the village that I worked with, Miami Shores Village, for 24 years. Wow. Uh, started as a lifeguard, swim instructor, became the assistant manager, became the manager, uh, and just kind of did my toll in an aquatics and decided mm-hmm. that I wanted to do something new. At that time I had met my, I just met my wife. She lived in Atlanta. She had the greatest job ever. She was an events coordinator for a missions organization that put on events all around the world. Wow. So I said, all right, Miami, peace out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I moved to Tucker, Georgia, wow. just outside the perimeter. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we got married uh, very shortly after. And I became the aquatics director for Rockdale County, small little yeah. county just outside the perimeter also. Stayed there for about a year and a half, almost two years, mm-hmm. and found being a park ranger. Um, my wife wasn't too excited about me becoming a firefighter. I was just like my childhood dream. Right. So um, park ranger was one of those things that I had no idea what it was really about. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that they towed around guns and kind of kicked you off of lands. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like, all right, well, um, that's not really my, you know, my mantra. I'm more of an educator. I like yeah. teaching. I like doing other things. But I found out that Georgia park rangers don't do that. Yeah. Um, so they basically at that point were pretty much decommissioned as um, post officers. Right. So I got to be an educator. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize that my job would be, you know, almost 80% behind a desk nowadays. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I... Honestly, I work in one of the most beautiful parks. We're yeah. giant. Um, we're unique in the fact that we're up here on top of the Cumberland Plateau. So it's it's a really special, special area, and it's a really special, special park. Yeah. For people who don't know anything about this park, I mean, you can just look at uh, Google some of the pictures online, and as soon as you do, you're like, oh, yeah, I need to go. <laughs> Yeah. So very true. Uh, <laughs> you look at the pictures, you see like our spring and just how floral we are. And you see our fall and how colorful we are with the mm-hmm. leaves. And everybody's like, well, I got to get to that place. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that we have so many people that live within probably 20 to 30 minutes of here that show up for their first time and have lived in the air for like 40 years and just never really knew about us. Yeah. Um, yep. So we're still a hidden gem per se. Yeah. Um, because we don't have this type of attendance that some of the Atlanta parks do just right. because... 
they're really right there and you're always driving to them. And we're a bit of a hike. Um, unless you really know how to get here, it's hard. And it wasn't until, you know, late that they even had 136 that cut across the mountain, right. which is the way that most people come up here. You used to have to go all the way up to Tennessee and either come from Tennessee or come from Alabama to get to the park. Mm. Didn't make it very easy when you're a Georgia State Park. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, and what you described is kind of uh, the whole reason that I started this podcast was, um, I mean, I meet people that are in our, you know, our hometown that have never, you know, heard of these restaurants, which are killer restaurants, mm -hmm. you know, 10 minutes from them, mm -hmm. five minutes from them. And then some of these other uh, organizations and uh, places like this that are, you know, they're in someone's backyard and they've never been there and they've lived there their whole lives. And it's like, okay. Let's share. Let's share the story, uh, some of the features, and without fail, everybody's like, "Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I had no idea." I'm like, yes, that's the whole reason we're doing this. Before we go uh, any further, who has worse traffic, Miami or Atlanta? <laughs> if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have said Miami. <laughs> but, <laughs> But uh, when I moved to Atlanta, and, and I had a reverse commute, so everybody uh -huh. in Atlanta, you know, covets those reverse yes. commutes. And my reverse Silently commute... Silently curses them <laughs> while they're sitting in traffic. <laughs> and, and my reverse commute still would end up taking me like an hour at times mm. to mm. go what on a weekend day would take me like 30 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I... I yeah. I, I have a uh, feeling Atlanta takes that one. I, my the Part of the reason I asked, just I want a second opinion, but... We, we were in Miami a couple of years ago, uh, maybe four or five years ago, and it just turned out we had to take we had to take a taxi one time, and our taxi driver was from Duluth, which is <laughs> most people know is right outside of Atlanta. And uh, you know it was just weird that we get on a taxi in Miami with a driver from Duluth, and that was the first thing I asked him. I said, so who's which traffic's worse? He was like Atlanta. He's like no competition. He's like there's absolutely no competition. And if you look at you know not to get off off uh, track here, but if you look at a map of how the roads are laid out and the highways are laid out, in Miami, uh, it's way different than Atlanta. It uh, is. Atlanta has major cogs, uh, where Miami has a lot of smaller freeways and highways. It is. Um, so. Developing cities take note. Yes, know? yes, yes. Do not put a loop around your city. It will gridlock the whole thing. Yes. Let's talk about the park here. So you have, so our kids right now are out on the disc golf course, which in and of by itself is a unique feature to, I don't know if there's any other state parks that have Frisbee disc golf courses. I think two. Two, yeah. I mean, it's not a common feature. Um, you've, you said all the different you know kinds and levels and types of, of camping, whether you're an indoors camper or a real extreme outdoor camper. What are some of the other features that you have here that are kind of for everybody? Yeah. So we have uh, over 60 miles of trails. Um, we're known 60 miles. 60 miles of trails. So we are known um, a lot for our hiking and we are really known for our mountain biking. Wow. We've got about 30 miles of dedicated mountain biking single track trail. Wow. Um, that is all basically was designed by Sorba, which is a local mm -hmm. biking company, um, biking organization association that um, kind of like helps to develop these type of things. Well, we have a five points area that is sought after by a lot of people um, just to go riding at. It's fun. Uh, I don't get to nearly bike it as much as I would like to, mm -hmm. um, but I get to cruise through every now and then and just kind of see everybody's doing. And, and, and it's, it's amazing. So hiking uh, our 
we have a single track of hiking that goes 17 miles. Mm. So you could start at wow. our park and hike all the way uh, northeast on Lookout Mountain mm-hmm. to our Nickajack area. And that is all continuous trail along our park. Wow. Um, so we're not just like one, you know, 3,500 acre, right. you know, kind of square or clump. We're basically like a main clump and then a long arm that reaches out mm-hmm. <laughs> along wow. the mountaintop. So wow. um, so lots of cool hiking. Really close to us is uh, we have a hang gliding park. Mm-hmm. And then right next to our park is the uh, parasailing park. Mm-hmm. And so they're always around doing stuff when the weather's nice and you see yeah. them all, you know, kind of doing their thing in the air and, yeah. and around. And, um, and so those are just, you know, some of the local things around us. We have a really cool community, Trenton, Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. Even though we are in Rising Fawn, Rising Fawn really is like 25 minutes from here. Yeah, You got to kind of go down the, the south side of the mountain to get there. Mm-hmm. If you just headed just to um, the west of us is where Trenton, Georgia lays. Yeah. And, um, and it has a lot of cool little restaurants, a lot of mm-hmm. cool little places that we hang out at. We also have our, our waterfalls. That's what we're known for. Mm-hmm. Um, our waterfalls hike is down 650-something steps. Wow. So you're coming back up 650-something <laughs> steps. Um, we have two named waterfalls, but we have probably a, a good seven or eight other waterfalls that are in our park um, that are seen when it's rain because most of them are rain-driven type waterfalls. Uh-huh. But they're all along the area. So we have... A little bit of fishing. We yeah. have a small little catfish pond. And yeah. uh, as long as you're under the age of 16, you don't need a license. And mm-hmm. you can just come out and catch catfish. And at the end of the summer, we tell you to keep them and go yeah. home and fry them and enjoy yep. them. And, uh, and yeah. Cool. Just from a uh, life experience, what's your, what's your favorite part of the, of the park or the favorite part of what you do? Uh, by far, the people. Um, the people in state parks are amazing. Um when I first got the the job here, and uh, and I was interviewed by one of the local newspapers, they asked me like what I could compare it to when I was starting to learn how the people were. And since I'm from Miami, Florida, I'm I used to spend a lot of time in Key West, mm-hmm. and Key Westerners and and all the people that would inhabit Key West just have a different mentality. They're like really laid back. Yep. They're really chill. Um, they just really love people, mm-hmm. and, and that's really what a lot of this park is about. We just like people Uh, and I'm a people person and I enjoy, you know, having conversations and just kind of seeing what's going on in your life and Mm -hmm. those type of things. And, and that's kind of what we try and, and instill in all of our employees here, Mm -hmm. but we have great people. Our camp hosts are always talking to you, always welcoming you. My interpretive ranger, he's always, you know, encouraging you to try new things and explore new things about our park. Um, And there's always so much every single day I take my kids hiking and there's something new that I get to see, mm. even though I've been here for so long and I've right. been on every trail. Right, right. <laughs> um, I'm always finding something else that's, you know, like, wow, I never really noticed that feature the last time I did it. And, yeah. and that's the really exciting part about being here. Your, your interpretive ranger, you said, is that somebody that does guided hikes and things like that, uh, class trips? Those sorts of things? Correct. So we have a naturalist mm-hmm. um, that is, it works part-time in our park. He, he takes care of our in- interpretive center. Um, and he will help out with class trips. He will help out with the kid that's here driving his parents crazy, you know, and they're <laughs> pulling their hair out trying to figure out what to do with them because it's raining. And, yeah. you know, we have an interpretive center, which has like a nature little setup, uh, has, you know, different little, you know, touch and feel things, other, 
you know, assorted little trinkets and all that stuff to play with. And then yeah. he kind of, you know, gives them games to do, scavenger hunts, those type of stuff around the park. Yeah. Just to keep them interested, keep them exploring, and hopefully keep their parents sane for a few yeah. hours. So. <laughs> awesome. So your your visitor center here is really cool. It's very unique for, um, I've been now at several of the state parks. This is kind of like the the mountain outpost kind of feel. Like it's, I don't know, it's, uh, it has that kind of rustic feel, but then you've got the, you know, the black bear on the side, on the back wall. What kind of, what kind of wildlife have you seen while you've been out here? Um, I've heard there's eagles mm-hmm. here, so there's not a whole lot of parts of, of our country, much less the state of Georgia, where you've got a good opportunity of seeing bald eagles yep. uh, in the area. So you'll see eagles, you'll see falcons. Um, we see black bears. Uh, we don't get black bears ne- anywhere near like Fort Mountain and Vogel, where they're just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mostly going to forage through us, just looking for food. Mm-hmm. But you know, you'll get the video of the camper that was watching them run across 136. Those type of things. Right. Um, I have trail cams that are out just, you know, keeping eyes on our borders and stuff like that. And every now and then I'll get, you know, one that'll pop up on our trail cam and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, The biggest one and the most frightening that we have are raccoons. (laughs) 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 The little trash pandas will take everything of yours and and hide them out through the forest. So... (laughs) So please, you know, like hammer things down, keep them covered. Uh, it, they're they're just they're crazy, but um, but I mean, we get you know, in all seriousness, we we do get some bobcats. Mm-hmm. You know, there's talk of mountain lion that's still in the area. Lots of coyote. Mm-hmm. Most of those we don't see because sure. unfortunately, the park mostly closes at night. I mean, yeah. it's good for us park rangers. Right. I like to actually go home and sleep, but. For everybody else, some of the cool stuff is out at night, yeah. and um, and unless you're in a camp spot where you're quiet, mm-hmm. uh, you'll start hearing them come out and kind of do things. But most of them are nocturnal, so during the day you're not going to see them and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. When you have a free weekend, what do you like to do here? Well, I love spending time with my kids. Yeah. Uh, every what do they mo- like to do here? <laughs> <laughs> every moment, um, I like to get my kids out. I- I'm really a big fan of of Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll spend time in Chattanooga. My wife and I are really big on date nights. Yeah. So as soon as I get a night that like the kids can be watched by grandma, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we'll go out and just hit some of the restaurants. We have some awesome restaurants. Yeah. In Chattanooga is what? 20 minutes? About, 15? about 25 minutes. Okay. If you go the highway route around, okay. uh, staying on top of the mountain takes a little bit more, Yeah. but I just enjoy being here. I mean, yeah. I enjoy driving around our park late. Um, yeah. it's really quiet. It's really nice. Um, the skies are amazing at night. Mm. So if you haven't watched like a, a park that has very zero to very low uh, light noise yeah, at there's night, there's no light up here. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're so vivid and they're so bright, and it's really, really fun to just lay back and watch and yeah. just kind of chill out. So yeah, awesome, awesome. I told you there's so many reasons you need to be up, uh, come up here. So one of the things I like to do before we wrap up every episode is what I call the lightning round, which is Nothing to do with anything. It's just a fun question. So today's lightning round question is Tom Tom is the bomb.com. So Tom in your Tom's opinion, what are the top three Tom Cruise movies of all time? <laughs> oh, uh, the one where he has to um, replay the, oh gosh, what's the name? It replays the science fiction thing where they fight the war and each time he gets a little bit further and further along. Oh, uh, it's I like never saw that. Repeat, rent, yes. whatever. That one was crazy good. I never um, saw that. Go see that one. That's yes. awesome. Because of my age, um, and because 
you know, at you don't every have to, you don't have to do that to yourself. Every kid was obsessed <laughs> <laughs> obsessed with uh, Top Gun. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Top Gun is definitely up there. And honestly, I'm a big fan of all the Mission Impossible stuff. Yes. Um, I love those. Yes. Including his cameos and funny movies, um, Tropic Thunder. I mean, that cameo <laughs> is one of the best cameos ever. <laughs> so um, I don't know if I ever watched that movie. I oh, remember. It's... I remember it. But I don't think I ever watched. Yeah, it. his cameo in that is hysterical. But awesome. but my favorite one is that science fiction one. They changed the name on it a few times. Huh. Just but it's like where he literally gets killed a lot, and he every single time he learns a little bit more and more uh-huh. about this war, and uh-huh. they're able to like kind of keep going and fighting and all that. And huh. it's it's really interesting. So right. it's, it's a fun. Watch. Is it's a fun it like watch. Uh, is it like um, DiCaprio's Inception? You see that movie? I did. That um, movie messed with my head. Yeah. Like, no, it I won't need, mess with your head. I this need is... to watch this again. I don't know. I understand. <laughs> right, What's right, real? Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's not quite like that. It's it. It just is. It's like this endless loop that okay. he keeps himself almost like a um, Groundhog's like Day. Like Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah. Just science fiction Groundhog Day. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. So he can kind of go a little further and further. Yeah. And, and I st- I I started thinking when I was writing this question down. I'm like, he's. He's been in so many stinking movies. He has. It's a like it's incredible. He has. I mean, quite literally, he has spent his entire life acting. He has. Like no breaks. Oh yeah, no. You know? <laughs> like none. Yeah. I started thinking. I'm like, you think about all the Mission Impossibles. Um, you know, going back to my wife and I were oddly enough talking about um, um, cocktail, cocktail on the way up here. <laughs> right. like, I'm like, I don't know if that was his first movie, but you see that and you're like, what was he like, 17 in this yeah. movie? Yeah. Um, and then uh, Minority Report. Minority that Report was a was crazy good, good movie. Yeah. Um, the the Days of Thunder, The Firm. The Firm. I mean, all these movies were so good. The one with his uh, special needs brother. Yes, Rain Man. Rain Man. Oh that my That was amazing. Yes. 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 Um, Agreed. Yeah. So we could go on. Uh, all right. So let's talk logistics here. Somebody wants to reserve a yurt, a camping spot. A, a cabin uh, wants to figure out what they need to do to do the need, need to make reservations for uh, other things in the park, frisbee golf, hours of operation, all those sorts of things. How do they find that information out? Best thing to do is to go on your phone, go on your computer to gastateparks.org slash Cloudland Canyon. And that will give you to our main launch page. And from there, you can click on a make a reservation button. You can search for all of our miles of trails, look at trail maps. You can look at disc golf. You can see the times are open. Um, times at state parks are always funny because the interior of your park will typically open at 7 a.m. and close at 10 p.m. because that's when our gates close. Mm-hmm. But like our visitor center is open at 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Trails typically close a half hour before sundown. It'll explain all that kind of stuff for you. Gotcha. Um, but that'll give you your, your launching points to be able to see like, hey, do I want to stay in a yurt or would I rather stay in a cottage right. or do I want to go hike nine miles to a backcountry site? Right. Um, that'll start you. And if you don't like making reservations online, I don't know why you wouldn't want to, but <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a 1-800 number that's posted on the website and you can call Reserve America and you can speak to a person and that person will help you with making a reservation also. That person will get on their computer and make the <laughs> reservation for you. Pretty much. <laughs> And awesome. then I'll go on my computer to check you in. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Brad, I'm going to get out and, and, and go find my family on the disc golf course and explore some. But um, I really appreciate your time. You guys have a great operation here. And the one thing that I will just end with is if, you, if you're if you in that uh, younger phase of life and you don't know what you want to do, 
the theme I'm getting is everybody in the in the uh, DNR and the Park Service loves the people they work with. They love what they do. So why not give that a shot? You you pretty much will have the best office in town. So, agreed, yeah. agreed. And and ours office is is amazing. Uh, the views are outstanding. I mean, I have three windows that all look out to the woods mm-hmm. here. So and we do. We just enjoy being around people. Um, yeah. And and I was happy to you know basically start a second career. And, and yeah. this has been a perfect landing spot yeah, for me. I was going to so. say, this, this isn't a bad place to be. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad, thanks for your time. Uh, with that, we'll wrap up. Thank you so very much. This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live.